Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 13 of the Yardback Sports Podcast. My name is Nolan, and I'm joined by Connor and Sean. And today, we'll give our backyard briefing picks as usual. We will get into week 15 of the NFL season, and we'll give an updated look at our power rankings. And we're going to be talking basketball today as the season starts up this week. So, thank you all for listening, and let's go. Hello, boys. How you guys doing today? What's up? What's up? How we doing? How you doing, Connor? Doing pretty good. Um, updated, winning my fantasy game right now. Shout out Gio Bernard. Steelers are losing. Oh yeah. So it's a, it's turned out to be a pretty good Monday. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to anyone that's still in the fantasy playoffs. Uh, me included. Let's go. Uh, good job, man. Uh, kind of. Who's your first round pick in fantasy? In fantasy football? Yeah. It was Josh Jacobs in most leagues. That's not bad. Okay. Uh, I, I, he's he's okay. He's, he's not okay. bad. It depends on the league. I mean, the league that's most important. He was my first pick, and then Joe Mixon was my second. Yeah. So I've been kind of. Yeah. I'm actually one in eleven. This is a league that. I'm currently in the Sacco Championship. Um, so if I lose this game, I, I currently have a 13-point lead. I have to run a beer mile. But as of right now, <laughs> I'm currently winning thanks to Gio Bernard. Uh, I'm, Gio. Facing, I'm facing T. Higgins and Juju Smith-Schuster. Boo-boo Smith-Schuster. <laughs> Boo-boo Smith. Yeah, honestly, quick blurb about fantasy. I, I've been thinking about it all day. The only, like, three guys that went in the first round – that will honestly were like first round worthy. Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry went in the second round for a lot of people. Oh too. wow! Okay. Yeah, At least he dropped a couple of my leagues. I, I saw him go second. Well, he should have gone first, probably. He uh, <laughs> but a lot of the first round picks this year, like ESPN's projections, were super disappointing. Just want to throw it out there. Super like Kenyon well, Drake was up there. Uh, who else? Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, like, ugh. yeah. Well, the top two got injured: Barkley yeah, and McCaffrey, uh, McCaffrey, yeah. and then Michael Thomas too. And then Chubb was out for four or five games. So, yeah, it's yeah. a tough year. Very weird year for fantasy, man. Very weird year. So, if you survived it and you're still still in it at this point, kudos to you. That's awesome. Congrats. Shout out to you. Yeah. Congrats. All right. Well, let's jump right into it. We're starting with the backyard briefing. We got the Bev cart. Sean, what you sipping on this week? Um, so, it's, it's winter. You know, it's getting there. And I, yeah, I, came to, I, I came to the conclusion that Crocs are the most versatile – uh, footwear that that you can find. Crocs I love dope. Crocs. Crocs are dope. Do, do you own a pair? Yeah, I got them on right now. I do you get just one? Yeah. yeah, just one right now, but I'm looking to expand my collection. Um, but Crocs, I just love them. It's just Crocs. there's no time of year I, I don't wear them. Indoors, outdoors, throw them on real quick, take out the trash, you know, put them on inside if you want to keep your feet warm, you know. I remember – Grown in the, up in I the mean, rain, snow. It's just they're oh, man. Go ahead. When I when I when I was younger, like when Crocs really got big, I think I was back in like middle school. I remember like it was so polarizing because kids wore them all the time, but then they're also like they were like not cool to wear them. Like they kind of yeah. got like that like weird weird like loser tag to them, which is ridiculous because they're awesome. 
But now, like, kids my age are just buying Crocs all the time, and they're just wearing Crocs. So it's just, like, it's funny how that they're how great. it just goes, man. It's crazy they're, how They're how great. You put, that, you put that strap back. You, got, you activate sport <laughs> mode. Like, you're just, like, yeah, it's, like, Top I'm down. telling you. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. It's, it's amazing. They're very, they're, no, they're very practical. <laughs> they're very practical. They're just versatile, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I like, on. I like that pick. Connor, what are you sipping on this week? Uh, so we were talking before this, and you guys reminded me that I carried a professional NBA player to a Fortnite victory. So I'm just sipping on that memory. Uh, Luke Kennard played Fortnite with him one time. We have a mutual friend, uh, carried him to a victory. So I was just sipping on that memory, and I forgot how close I am to some NBA circles. <laughs> it's, you it's, might, like, well, it's, like, it's like Milton. <laughs> Yeah, right. you might you might want to hit him up though, and and see if he could pay you back for that win because he just got paid today or yeah. yesterday or four years, sixty four mil from the Clips. Yep, sixty four mil. But, uh, shout out Luke Kennard though. He holds the Ohio High School basketball record for most points scored in his career. He beat LeBron James. So shout out that's Luke Kennard. Wild. That's awesome. And that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I never would. You you never think that LeBron would get his high school records broken, but no, Luke Kennard did it. All right, so what I'm sipping on this week is that there is a Donald Trump tweet for anything. I'm talking about mainly sports this week. So 2014, December 14th, he tweeted, the Jets should have let them score to get the the number one draft pick who will be really good. It will just never change for them. Six years later, the Jets should have let the Rams score to get the number (laughs) one draft pick to get Trevor Lawrence. And then – in that same year, October of 2014, he tweeted, even though I refused to pay a ridiculous price for the Buffalo Bills because he was in talks to buy the Bills, I would have produced a winner. Now that won't happen. Six years later, Bills division champions. <laughs> so there's a Donald Trump tweet for literally anything in this world, which is just absolutely hilarious. That is That's going. awesome. So I'm, si- I'm sipping on Trump's tweets. Most of them are awful, but th- these two are very spot on six years later. <laughs> That's funny. The Jets. Oh, yeah. We're, we're talking. About, we're gonna talk about the Jets in a little bit. They, yeah. Just laughing. They're just laughing at him, man. But all right, let's move on to the bonfire. Sean, what are you throwing in the bonfire this week? Notre Dame. I just don't know why Notre Dame is in the college playoff. I just don't think they're good, and I could be wrong. Um, I know they're what one loss team, but I just don't think it. They might score ten points against Alabama. Maybe. Yeah. That's they they might right. I just I don't know. I would have rather have seen a, a what a three loss Florida team over a over a one loss um, Notre Dame team. I just I'm, I don't know. I don't like them. I don't think they're going to be any do you, good. Do you think Ohio State deserve to get in? That's tough. Yeah, I do because it, it's not their fault, and I do think they're one of the best four. But if Florida was in over them, I I wouldn't be mad. Florida can play. Trask is good. Well, Trask, I, Trask can ball. I agree. Like Florida probably would have been definitely been a better matchup than at least Notre Dame. But like a three loss team, you can't blame the committee for yeah, them out. I, you know, I, if hey, if they if they didn't lose the LSU, yeah, maybe that's true. you know maybe. But yeah, I mean the Ohio State's tough. I mean, I do think they're one of the top four teams, but it's it's just tough. I don't know. No, yeah, I, 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 I just, think. 
definitely to be fair, I mean, whoever you put in at that four spot is going to lose to Alabama. It could have been Texas A&M. Florida, again, honestly, like they're going to lose. Let's be real. Bama would, yeah. would destroy anybody. But, yeah, Notre Dame, man, they're – They've been they've been too disappointing in big bowl games in the last decade. Where it's at the point where it's like you guys gotta win, or you just you're good, stop. Yeah. You've got to be done. Yeah, I mean, you could probably honestly set a whole college football playoff. I mean, they just I think they should just expand it because next year, let's guess there's going to be three teams. Can we guess what three are going to make up the four? <laughs> Clemson, Clemson, Bama, <laughs> Iowa State, Bama. That's who's going to be, and then who's the fourth team going to be? Somebody from the SEC, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. Is what it is. Yeah, no, yeah. It's not, it's not. It's not very entertaining when you have Alabama and Clemson just atop of it all. But I would think it'd be interesting to see teams three through ten. I think are all pretty close. Like, I think I didn't see the final rankings, but I bet the eighth team in the country, like Oklahoma, but I think they finished six. I forget. They finished six. Like, yeah, they were six. That matchup versus Ohio State, I think, would be sweet. I yeah. don't think Ohio State wins handily. I think Ohio State would probably win and be favored. But I would love to see some of those matchups rather than the same old Clemson, Alabama. Yeah, I want to see some more parity. But like our buddy Colin Cowherd said, that's probably not going to be possible if these programs are allowed 85 scholarships each year to hand out. Yeah. It's just and absolutely. They can just imagine, players. imagine if there was like those four or five-star recruits that – just sit the bench at Clemson, Alabama, went to smaller, not, not like marginally smaller schools, but, you know, the other Big Ten teams, some of the, uh, you know, Tennessee, the other SEC teams. There'd be such a greater competition level. But, you know, all these guys get these scholarships, these five stars, and they just sit the bench for four years. And it's just, yeah, I agree. But, yeah, you know, I, think, I don't know I think how, I don't if know they how to fix it. it. If they expand it, though, I'm just going to pick. I'm looking at the top, the rankings right now, and I'm just going to throw out something that's more entertaining to me than watching Alabama win by 40 again. And if somehow they let, say, the Coastal Carolina against Texas A&M, right? You get to see what this Coastal Carolina team is about. And the game probably would be over after the first quarter. Yeah, right? for sure. But I I don't know. It's just something different. I'd rather watch that quarter. It's just something different you know, yeah. than Alabama is going to win by 40 again. Yeah, no, I'm with you. All right, Connor, what are you throwing in the bonfire? I'm throwing in your hard stop at 1030 tonight. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Nolan – Nolan all week has been saying, oh, we got to make sure we get done by 10.30. Like, I, res- I respect the boundary he put out there, but it's – no, why don't you tell him what you got to get off at 10.30 for? Dude, I, gotta, I got prior obligations, the virtual secret Santa. Mm. Come on, man. COVID, we're being smart. Are you guys, are you guys doing mm. it over a Meggle? You're just meeting strangers on a Meggle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're doing that. No, dude. I'm using I'm using the yard back uh, unlimited meeting or unlimited <laughs> meeting time for it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you are. Um, so what? So what are the That's rules? That's why he's got to get off. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I got to make a so, new meeting without you guys. <laughs> so no, so what, what? What are the rules of this? What are you, like? Are you gonna you gonna open it and be like, whoa, and like guess? Oh, who? Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, a spatula. I don't, I don't think I don't think it's secret because we'll see whoever sent it to us on the return address on the package. So it's kind of just getting someone's gift and just going on zoom and just, but there should be an honor system that you just don't look at it as soon as you get it. You That's true. It. I haven't really talked about that, but my gift didn't come up because the U S postal system so backed up this time of year. So I actually don't have my gift. 
So <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like you're. It sounds like that's an excuse for whoever sent it. Whoever sent you yours should 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 have sent it earlier. That's no, all. Well, I sent mine last week too, but mine like mine showed at my friend's house, so like they just got unlucky. And, you I, know, that, I bet that person forgot and didn't send you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't send anything. Yeah, nothing ever <laughs> shows up. <laughs> nope. Yeah, but no, I, the prior obligations, man. Come on. And plus, okay. not it's not a hard ten thirty stop, dude. We can. It's oh. it's a soft. It's a soft stop. It's a okay, leisurely okay, stop. Fair enough. Then what are you throwing in the bonfire? All right, I'm throwing in the bonfire. <laughs> this is pretty simple. Holiday traffic. It just sucks. What are you talking about? How, the the traffic on roads around the <laughs> holiday season. It, that's what I'm throwing in the bonfire. Like but, just and just anywhere opposed to like midsummer traffic. What is midsummer traffic? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's traffic all year. It's like what's the difference? Yeah. What, what do you mean? It's like, you get what really, holiday it's, traffic is. <laughs> it, that's like but like holiday traffic near the mall. That's horrible. Mm. Yeah, okay, that's but to, but to be fair. Where I live, Connor, is by pretty much anywhere you go in Helen Heights Mayfield, it's all main roads. So there's always people backed up on it. No you got that, Connor? Go. Are you familiar with where he lives? Because he was talking yeah, to you yeah. about that. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with where he lives. There's a lot of traffic around here during the holidays, especially because I still have to get gifts. So mm. it's even worse. <laughs> Just go up to the Home Depot, hit the garden center, and maybe, maybe <laughs> <good>. <laughs> The garden center? <laughs> So I always get my Christmas gifts last this minute word. back home. Do, do, do they home sell, uh, do they sell the cacti gar- there? Was the garden center. What do you get at the garden center? Like pots and flowers and plants. If you got me a pot for Christmas, I'd be <laughs> pissed. Like, did you just give me a, a daisy in a pot? Like, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, this is this is this is an outdoor flower, by the way. So I have one growing in December. Like what? <laughs> you get that because it's cheap. It's all probably eighty percent off. <laughs> but yeah, holiday traffic is real. Everyone listening, you know what it is. There, I don't know why you guys are being so stubborn. You know what holiday traffic is, and it sucks. I'm doing a bonfire. We're just bitter about your ten thirty, bro. It's a soft stop. It's not a hard stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not. I'm not skidding to a stop. I'm lightly tapping the pedal. All right. All right, we're moving on. Back shoulder fade. Sean, get us started. What's your back shoulder fade this week? All right, so I'm sticking with college football. My back shoulder fade is Ryan Day will become an NFL coach. And this is all – this is down the road. And he will win multiple Super Bowls. I just think his play calling and his in-game adjustments – and I get college, NFL is different. But I think Ryan Day, you know, if anyone who watched that Ohio State game – you just saw it right there. Fields did not have it. He didn't have it, right? Yeah, he didn't. And he just went, and Trey Sermon went nuts in the second half. So, I mean, I just think his in-game um, adjustments and his play calling, I just – I think he's going to go to the next level, and he's going to win multiple Super Bowls. Oh, damn, okay. Brian Day. Right, That's a, that, that is a crazy take because you're right. They're very, very different very different sports there, uh, college football and NFL, very different levels, but – Hey man, he's 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 doing a great job at Ohio State so far, especially lead, you know, following up in the footsteps of Urban Meyer. So, yeah, yeah. So that that's a good segue into mine. Um, well, first off, my new back shoulder fade is that Sean's back shoulder fade might be one of the most absurd things I've heard on this podcast. That is, yeah, that is pretty crazy. I was trying to downplay it, but that's pretty crazy. I mean, my, it's a my good, Ryan, it's a good, my Ryan Day. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, a good, it's, it's a good back shoulder fade pick, but like, it's probably not going to ever happen. 
Is yeah, it the point of the back is. shoulder fade? Or are we? All right, you're, I mean, good point. I mean, yeah, good point. It's it's. I it kind of sounded like we were on IPAs with PAT. All right, I'm back shoulder fading Connor's back shoulder fade to Sean's back shoulder fade. I'm on <laughs> Sean. I'm on Sean again. I'm with Sean again. <laughs> oh, this is wow. where th- you guys are throwing. You guys are you guys are doing five yard slants. <laughs> I, I'm out here throwing back shoulder fade. <laughs> well, okay, okay. So my real back shoulder oh. fade. Aside from me back shoulder fading, Sean's back shoulder fade <laughs> is Justin Fields is straight cheeks, dude. Whoa. He is, he Whoa. is just like every other Ohio State quarterback. He's a system quarterback. He's going to get drafted in the first round, probably slip late first round after these horrible stretches of games when people can actually game plan against him. I, I don't think he does – I'll be surprised if he ever looks better than Dwayne Haskins. And Haskins looked horrible this last weekend. Um, and they actually have my power ranking. So, you know, I, I – I, Got love for the football team. Yeah, I don't poo-poo on the football team. But Dwayne Haskins, Ohio State quarterbacks in general, just not – their system quarterbacks are not that good. Uh, dude, I mean, he's definitely got exposed this year. You know, when, when – when, to be granted, the COVID times are strange. But he hasn't looked great. In, in a lot of the games he's played, especially the bigger ones like Indiana and Northwestern last weekend. So. He stares down his first read, and that's it. He, he cannot physically move off his first read. It's so bad. And he doesn't have great arm strength either. So it's, 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 he doesn't really have a lot of room for air if he's just staring someone down. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's a bad take either. I don't think he should be the second quarterback taken. And you're right with Ohio State quarterbacks. I mean, what do they do every time? A fake clap, look over the sideline for 12 minutes, and then they snap the ball. Like, <laughs> and, they play, yeah. and then they probably run it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the coaches tell them exactly where to throw it to. But I think Chris Alave is the truth. I think he's going to be real good. And Garrett Wilson, like too. And Garrett Wilson, yeah. yeah. For sure. Are we gonna see? Are we gonna see a, a magical Ohio State run? But instead of Cardell Jones, it's gonna be Sermon out of the backfield just taking over because the the Ohio like State Zeke passed. did like like Zeke did that yeah, Zeke yeah. ran was running like a madman. I think yeah, Trey Sermon yeah, <laughs> he's a stud. Yeah, yeah, man. I'd be hyped for that. It was I, Northwestern though, the Purple People Eaters. So I don't know if they. I mean, good de- Big Ten's got good defenses for the was. most part. You know, I mean. Northwestern play. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know we look at the final score and we say Ohio State struggled, but like, I mean, Northwestern is ranked. You know, they're not a bad team. A very good. Pitt, Pat Fitzgerald. He's one of the best coaches in college. He's getting looks to, to for, for the NFL for next season. So. Not better than Ryan Day. <laughs> he's about to win five more Super Bowls than him. Pat Fitzgerald. I'm on the hype train. That's my back shoulder fade. Pat Fitzgerald. No, Ryan fine. Day. All right, my back shoulder fade. Carson Wentz is still an above-average starting quarterback once he leaves Philly, obviously, because Hurts is the guy in Philly. Um, I think – and there's, there's, no, there's no way Philly's about to pay a backup 100 mil plus. So they're going to trade him this offseason most likely. I want, him, I want to see him go to Indy. And if he goes to Indy, watch out. It's about to be back to the MVP Carson Wentz. That's my back shoulder fade. He's about to be back with Frank Reich who was the OC the year Philly won the Super Bowl. So Carson yep. Wentz to Indy. Sorry, Philip Rivers, you're old. You throw weird. You ever had a good season, but you just throw weird. I don't trust you. Give him Carson Wentz, and he'll be back to close to MVP form. I think he's messed up mentally. I think that's what it is. I think he's got the yips. I don't even know what to say. That's my bachelor favorite, man. I mean, I, it's uh, your original bachelor fade. I was like, that's kind of just everyone's 
I think that's everyone at ESPN's thought process. And if he leaves Philly, he's still above average talent. I agree with that. But I do, I do like it. A lot of people are saying that marriage would work really well back in India. I think a woman. I think Frank Reich's an awesome head coach as it is. So, and the, the things he's done with Phil Rivers and old Philip Rivers that obviously lacks a lot in mobility. Give him Carson Wentz with that great defense and get him some more weapons in Indy. I like that a lot. And I think I think Wentz could have a have a, an elite season uh, under under Reich and the Colts. So that's my bachelor yeah. fade. Yeah, I want to disagree with you, but that offensive line. I yeah. can see it. I can see it. Yeah. I think that's more of a five yard slant you're throwing, but you know, people like me, if they're real back shoulder fades and predict mm. stuff like Ryan Day winning multiple Super Bowls, you just yeah, think yeah. Carson Wentz will be good if he goes to Indy. So, <laughs> so well. Okay. I see what we're doing. I just can't win. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll get a better one. I'll get a better one for next week then. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Sean. It's all right. No big deal. <laughs> all right. That's a perfect transition into the NFL. Week 15, we're getting to the end. It feels like just yesterday it was August, and we were starting the NFL season. And now it's December, and it's over in a few weeks. And I'm sad, honestly. I'm very sad. Um, Very, very sad. A lot of big storylines, though. For one, Jalen Hurts. Dude's kind of a stud. Yeah, you got – I just – as soon as there's more film on them, we'll see how these next weeks progress. That's but, true, yeah. But absolutely, he's a stud right now. I mean, you absolutely have to go with him and ride the hot hand if you're Philly, right? You have yeah. to. So. Yeah, and I, I, I think Wentz's time is definitely up in Philly. Something is messed up there. And Jalen Hurts has been proving that he, he, gives, he gives the team some juice. Um, so glad to see that in Philly. Got the juice back. But, unfortunately, I don't think they have any real shot of winning the division, even though they technically aren't out of it yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Not, that's I, crazy. It's, yeah, that, that, we've talked about it, the NFC beast. It's so weird, dude. I mean, I give the edge to Washington now just because they're in the driver's seat. That's literally it. Like, I don't know. Nobody knows. The weirdest division in football. Danny Dimes might not be playing for New York. Um, he was out this week against the Browns. They took the L. Might be back next week against Baltimore, but even if he is, that's Baltimore. So, yeah. Yeah, and the, the NFC beast is in shambles. Um, so who knows what's going on there. Uh, we mentioned it earlier, too. I want to talk about the Jets. Dude, yeah, did I'll, they? I'll, I want to dive into that. How, all right, okay. Is it – right now – I think the the tiebreaker for number one pick is based on like strength of schedule. I believe Adam Schefter tweeted, I trust everything that man says, so I'm going to take it for his word. So the Jags have the number one pick right now. So if the season if, – if both teams lose the last two games, which they probably will, Jags can Jags get the number one pick. I want to pose this question. Do the Jets keep Sam Darnold and then try to just build around him? Or do you go up and you take Fields at two or another quarterback at two? I think you do – it's not – it's not the end of the world if they don't get Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, you want him because the projections are he's like a generational talent, right? Mm-hmm. If you keep Sam Darnold, you know, keep him on a good contract, you get Jamar Chase and you start building around him. I mean, it's not like they don't have a quarterback, right? It's not like they're hurting. It's not like the Browns all those years where, you know, we have Brandon Whedon and then the next year we have a chance to get Trevor Lawrence. It's not that's yeah. – like Darnold's 
to be fair, like he's throwing the ball at Jameson Crowder and he has Frank Gore. He's 37. So it's tough to, to gauge Darnold, but I don't think it's the end of the world. Obviously you want Trevor Lawrence, right? But to settle for Jamar Chase and to start building that offense and building around Mekhi Becton, they're not in a bad situation. That's I, know, I, I No, I'm with worse. you. It could be worse. I think Jacksonville needs a quarterback more. I think Gardner kind of – the Minshew kind of flamed out. I think Jacksonville needs a quarterback more than the Jets. Yeah. That's yeah, no, I, agree. I, I, de- I definitely think Darnold I, – it's just so tough with him. I feel bad. It, it's just like if he, if he had the right coaching around him and the right staff and the right guys, who knows? I feel like we can't – it's not fair to evaluate him for what he's been the last two and a half seasons because he's yeah. had bad coaching – bad players and we saw with with baker mayfield bad coaching he's bad with a good coach that's competent knows what he's doing baker's throwing 25 touchdowns eight picks we're 10 and four like whoo say it again 10 and four 10 and four yeah i just yeah i don't know i think there's worse situations to be in i think people are hyping up the missing out on trevor lawrence where obviously you want him and if you have the first pick if you're the Jets, you take Trevor Lawrence, right? Yeah. But if they have to pick second, if that's where they end up, and you can go after someone like Jamar Chase, that's not the end of the world. I think they could get a new quarterback, a new coach, I mean, and, and go from there. Yeah. That's just my take. No, I agree. And that, that that's a tough pill to swallow for Jets fans because you know all season they've wanted Lawrence, not, you know, Lawrence or nothing. And now – to lose him, like the Jets better get it right. That's all I'm saying. If they don't, I mean, the Jets are already bad. The New York, the New York uh, climate with the fans, the media is already bad. So if you if you don't get Lawrence and you continue to mess up with keeping Darnold or maybe going to get another quarterback, like yeah, better get it I right. I mean, you can even trade that two pick back, add a bunch of assets and, and, you know, maybe get Micah Parsons from Penn state and start building that defense. And like, there's, there's a lot of options. I think like the past, it seems like the past couple of years, I think this draft class is going to be pretty solid too coming out of college. So the only thing about, I don't know if they, so we, okay. So say they stay at the second pick one it is drafting a wide receiver at number two unreasonable. That is that is very high for but when Jamar was, Chase though. I mean, he is. It's Jamar. I mean, Jamar Chase. I, look I at mean, all the pro wide receivers we've ever seen in the NFL. Which which one last won a Super Bowl? No, you're right. It's not a. It's not. It's a. It's a sexy position, but it's not necessarily a valued position. It's not. Point. Cor- yeah, it's not cornerstone or something that you would expect to get at number two. So maybe you trade back though. That's what I, th- then, I think. You maybe tra- I think the value. Yeah, I think the value is trading back. But then the, the question is, well, why are you going to trade up to two? If there's no – in the years past, there's been multiple quarterbacks that can go top ten. And this year, right now, I think the way Justin Fields is playing, I think Trevor Lawrence is the only one going to go top ten for sure as of right now. That's fair. Yeah, I could see um, Fields maybe sliding, you know. He, he could be a guy with a lot of hype, but people people are going to – and especially this game against Clemson is huge. I mean – this is the second year playing Clemson now in the college football playoff. If he has a bad game, maybe scouts look at that and like, all right, this, this kid can't play against the top competition. And we know Clemson's sending 10 dudes to the league every single year. So, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at a mock draft now, and if you drop back, I mean, there's the, <clears throat> the 
dude from Oregon, the lineman from Oregon, Penny uh, Sewell or whatever. Oh, uh, Penny Sewell. Yeah, Penny yeah. Sewell. Um, Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. I mean, there's guys out there if they drop back. I mean, start adding Micah Parsons. I, I mean, there's guys. So, I don't think it's the end of the world if they don't get Trevor Lawrence because of Sam Darnold and his contract situation. You got to pay him soon, but you can still get by. No. I, Pat, I did. Pat Fitzgerald going to replace Adam Gase or Ryan Day going to replace Adam Gase? <laughs> no, Ryan Day, not anytime soon. Oh, okay. Um, it's, the, <laughs> it's the Jets, so I think they go someone like wild. Like it's, Bill, it's, it's Bill Cowler. Like yeah, they're, the, they're, they're, they're not, they're not going. I was surprised the giants even went for a no name in Joe judge. It's, it's worked out. I mean, he, he definitely uh, has a lot of faith in him, but I was surprised a New York team went like a no name. I, the jets dude, they might be dumb enough just to like, just get some, just get someone with a big name. That's just like stupid and bad. You might go get Jason Garrett. Yeah. I mean, easily. Seriously. All right. One other thing I want to talk about is just the AFC playoff picture is just bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. So right now there are eight teams that have nine wins or more in the AFC. Jeez. Eight. And then the Raiders are right behind them with seven wins, which they're pretty much out of it at this point. But still, like, that's a 500 team and above. is, Is it really that are these eight teams really that good? Or is it kind of just like a, a lucky year for a lot of these guys with an easy easier schedule? Because the bottom half of the AFC is historically bad with the Texans, the Bengals, Jags, and Jets. Like, are these eight teams all legit? What do you guys think? Uh, Connor, you want, you want to take lead on that, Connor? Yeah, they're, they're all legit. Um, and it's, it's funny that this is the first year there's the extra playoff spot and we're having this much increased competition for it. So I think that's super cool, and I'm glad it worked out the way it did. Um, either way, someone's going to get left out of this playoff. That shouldn't be, that, honestly. That, yeah, that could win a playoff game. Um, I, the cool thing is, though, I don't see – I don't – like the, the, just thinking about these playoffs from a betting perspective – it's going to be so exciting just to kind of see these lines and see who, who Vegas thinks is a favorite because a lot of these teams have played each other or have played similar teams to each other. So I can't wait for the matchups and competitiveness in this AFC playoff first round. I think it's going to be through the roof in terms of physical, uh, just the physicality of these games and, and how well people are going to match up. I'm yeah. super excited for it. I'm just hoping – I don't even care who the Browns play, but after watching what the Browns have done lately – I think every one of these teams is going to be able to go a punch for punch in a playoff game. I mean, looking at the matchups right now, if the season ended today, we would have Browns going to Tennessee, Indianapolis going to Buffalo, and Miami going to Pittsburgh with Kansas City getting a bye. That Miami-Pittsburgh matchup I think is the most intriguing to me as it stands. Two great defenses, two offenses that struggle. They aren't the best. I would love to see that matchup. See, I wouldn't. I, I don't – for me, if there's any team that I hope drops out, it's – just from a football point, it's Miami. I just – Oh, I yeah, know. that's true. I mean, I just, definitely – oh, if Baltimore was going to Pittsburgh, if, yeah. if that was a scenario, oh, my – that would be a crazy well, wild card. you're game. forgetting with what's going on right now at the Bengals game. 
True. The Browns have a chance to win the division. Yeah, live update. Bengals up 17 nothing on Pittsburgh at half. So, Sheesh. to say that, the Browns still have a chance at this division. And so, if they, if they somehow snuck out of the whole wild card fiesta, that would be incredible. And that would yeah. even make this more that, – that's why there's so many headlines the next couple of weeks, man. Like, again, right now the Browns are in fifth, Colts sixth, Miami seventh. In two weeks, could be completely different, absolutely different. So many different scenarios. The Colts could win the division. The Browns could win the division. The, the Browns could miss the playoffs entirely. It's just – it's going to be bonkers these next two weeks. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it stress-wise. Uh, I stress a lot, and I'm very nervous when I watch Browns games. So, I'm a little yeah, scared mom, for my health. Mom said said you're a little rough going into Sunday nighter. Yeah, I'll, I was pacing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, once, like, the second quarter hit, once we went up 13-3, I was like, all right, we're, we're, we're chilling. We're in the driver's yeah, seat. We're fine. But, yeah. I, honestly, before the Jets game, I'm going to be nervous, too, just because I'm not used to watching big games, even if we're playing the worst team in the NFL. I'm not used to watching games that matter. This late yeah. <laughs> You're not kidding. I'm not, we're not used to seeing our name on the graphic, like yeah, in the so hunt and stuff. Know, like, yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, we're about to lose by 50. Why? I don't know. Just I feel like we're going to lose by 50 because we normally do. So, yeah. 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 It's been um, a weird season. But I'm looking to answer your question about the AFC. Like I'm looking. I think, I, I think seven, potentially eight of the top NFL teams are in the AFC. I think you add in Green Bay and New Orleans. And I think you can make a case for the other eight falling into the AFC. Yeah, I no, think, I agree. I just, I think the AFC is the real deal. Yeah, it really is because, like, like we said, even if one of those wild cards teams gets left out from the AFC, I think they, I think that a lot of these teams have a very equal shot of making it to the Super Bowl, or at least, I you got to make it through the Chiefs in the AFC, which is going to be incredibly tough but i think anybody outside the chiefs are all pretty even in terms of where they stand and their chance to make a run yeah i mean sean and going off that too um of the top nine best records currently in the nfl all the teams that have 10 wins or more six of them are in the afc the only three nfc teams are the saints the seahawks and the packers and the seahawks i'm not sold on it right now if you had to ask me ravens or seahawks right i'd take i'd take the ravens yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not all the way sold on the Seahawks. No, for sure. All right. Any other thoughts on uh, week 15 before we head into our power rankings? No, the man. Much, muchly anticipated. Browns won. won. Yeah, Browns won. Browns won, baby. <laughs> Browns Baker, win, baby, win. Baker might be the hottest quarterback in the entire league right now, aside from Josh Allen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Josh yeah. Allen's on another level right now. Josh Allen's on, like, Pat Mahomes' level currently. Josh Allen might pull the Carson Wentz, though, as soon as Brian Dayball – leaves he he might be the i don't know i don't know yet we'll see well, D- dable dabble i forget how to pronounce his name i'll probably Dibble-y. D- yeah dabolini <laughs> dabble duel uh what you know he he's he's gonna get a head coaching job probably after the season so he's gonna he's gonna be out of out of there jets um j-e-t-s jets 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 but all Sick. right let's move into our power rankings muchly anticipated uh, mainly for Connor's picks. He always throws in something weird. Um, let's see what, he, see what he does this week. But, Sean, you want to kick us off? Yes. Um, I don't have much change in the top. Um, Chiefs, one. Packers, two. Um, I made a jump with the Bills. Bills are three. 
Um, Saints are in still, still my top five. They're four. And then five was so tough. It was so tough for me. I went Indianapolis Colts. I think their offensive line, their defense, I think they're complete. Um, with, with Jonathan Taylor running the way he is, I, I think Colts are a complete team. They are, really, they are. They're I really very hot wanted, right now, too. I really wanted to put the Browns in there. Browns beat them. I really wanted to. I, I, oh, there were so many teams I wanted to put at that five spot. But I think <laughs> the Colts as a complete team, even though I don't trust Rivers, you're right, but Colts, Colts are five for me. You, you honestly might have just sold me. They're the just they're five. just complete. They're just complete. I'm I'm, I'm going to keep mine the way they are now, but like I'm looking at mine. I yeah, you might have just sold me on that, but that's what I'm talking about. Can I sell you to, you know, like 10:45 staying up, you know, <laughs> going late to your uh Christmas party? Dude, I told you it's a soft and <laughs> it's soft, here. man. I'm flexible. Here. <laughs> Whoa. We got extended family members listening to this. Oh shit. A lot of pressure. All right. Uh, well, I'll, I'll do, I'll do mine. We'll save Connor's for last. See if you put like nine teams in it again or a beer. Yeah. Right. A beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So mine pretty much stay the same. I'll start at the top one chiefs until someone knocks them off. I mean, they've had six straight one possession games, which is a little scary. But I never really NFL felt record. I never felt like they would lose any of those games. No, so they're, they're staying one. Yeah, they're staying at one. Bills two, keeping Bills two. I had Bills two last week. Uh, they dismantled the Broncos. Their offense is unreal. Uh, three Packers and moved them up a little bit. Uh, pretty much by virtue of the Rams getting upset by the Jets. But Packers up to three again. Another team that they 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 keep teams around. They they do, and uh, it's not not great. They kept the Panthers around Saturday night when they should have. Yeah. They were up what twenty one twenty one three, I think, in the first half, and they kept them around. So it's not a good sign, but I still think they're the third best team in the NFL. Four Saints uh, had no business even being close in that Chiefs game, the way Drew Brees is playing. But they kept it close. They played well, so I'll keep Saints four. And here is where I was troubled. Here's where I probably would put the Colts now if you're listening to Sean because you were very convincing. I had I, I had like Seahawks slash Steelers. So I just didn't know what to put. After watching this first half of the Steelers game, get out get out of the top fifteen. You suck, Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go with Seattle. I don't love them, but Russ. I don't know. That's really it. The defense is nice, Jamal Adams. Uh, so yeah, that's my top five: Chiefs, Bills, Packers, Saints, Seahawks. I feel like you should put Baltimore. Yeah. I, yeah. Baltimore's scary. It's Baltimore's just so tough. Scary. It's so tough. They, they are. I, nobody wants to see them in the playoffs. Nobody at all. No. I don't want to see them. My goodness. They're clicking at the right time, and Lamar might be on track. He had his first playoff win. So. Yeah, I think they're just going to let Lamar do whatever Lamar wants to do. Yeah, I think that's how they're going to have to win games. Forget trying to be pocket passer and all that. Just let him be a, a superstar athlete. Yeah, literally, yeah. Whatever, however, however you can get in the end zone, just get in the end zone. That's, I think that's what they're going to do this year. Yeah. So I'm afraid of them. Yeah. No. All right, Connor, what's your, uh, what's your top five? Here we yeah, go. So, Here we go. Yeah. Um, so I didn't do a top five. I actually did an anti-power rankings this week. Oh, okay. Um, in celebration of the Steelers <laughs> sucking okay. on national television again. Um, so I have the – 28th through 32nd uh, power-ranked teams in the NFL. 
Love it. Um, okay, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know, power rankings are a week by week thing. There's no records or or any anything involved. Uh, just who you know, I think is going to get got and get beat. At 28, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, pretty high compared to other people's boards, but I got them at 28. Um, at 29, we got a team from the same division. We have the Houston Texans. They are actively finding ways to lose every game, and their season's been such a train wreck the way it started. Um, so I feel bad for Deshaun Watson. He's That's so good. I, He's so good. He's so good. That's why I drafted him in a, in a fantasy draft in my Madden 2020 league. Um, so I'm giving him a fresh start on the Eagles. We're actually in the Super Bowl. I haven't played it yet. I'll probably play it tomorrow or Wednesday. So let you guys know how that goes. <laughs> At number 30, we have the Atlanta Falcons. Um, they, they stink. They stink. <laughs> and they, they stink really bad. And they lost to Tom Brady being up big again. So that was pretty comical this weekend. At 31, we have a team that's actually still in the hunt. We have the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, <laughs> They're they're also like actively looking to lose games when they start them. I, I don't know why because they're in the playoff hunt and they held the tiebreaker over over the Browns for a while. And then at thirty two, uh, we had the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like it. <laughs> I like it. As you said that, the Steelers just scored. <laughs> oh, I knew I was going to jinx them. Yeah. I knew I was going to jinx the whole entire thing. Seventeen seven. Uh, Deontay Johnson. Ah, oh, jeez. Okay. Well, don't air this episode. All right, but uh, <laughs> I like it, though. So, on the graphic, we'll have to I'll put a little disclaimer that yeah. the 28 through 32 is not a typo. That That is just Connor's power rankings this week. So yeah. Anti-power rankings. The, yeah, anti. the anti, the anti-power rankings. Wow, that's hilarious. Yeah, you better knock on wood right now for, for letting Pittsburgh score right there after putting them 32. <laughs> that stinks. That's brutal, actually. <laughs> All right. Well, that is week 15 in the NFL. Moving on to – what is new and fresh this week? The NBA season starting back up. Long, this is the shortest offseason in NBA history, obviously, as the season just ended in October. Um, a lot of teams haven't played in near a year, but other teams literally just finished playing two and a half months ago. So very interesting season we got uh, in our midst right here. But how are you guys feeling? Are you guys excited for this season? I mean, I know there's limited capacity fans for a lot of teams, so there's not going to be, you know, too much uh, excitement at games per se. But are, are you guys excited for this season? Because I, I kind of have my own take on that. I'm, I'm absolutely hyped. I'm actually drinking the beer of the NBA, Michelob Ultra right now. Um, <laughs> the beer of the bubble. So I'm pumped. Nolan beer of the had bubble. A, the bubble beer. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan and I had a fantasy draft right before this, this pod recording. So I spent – all, like three hours after work just reading up on what players went where and i the, the start of the nba season is just so much fun um the star power that's throughout the league is it feels like it grows every year so i don't i don't think there's like truly a team in the nba as of right now that you you can't turn on watch and be like oh yeah i remember that guy from college or i remember him from yeah. somewhere a couple of, it's just that's that's why watching the nba is so fun it's because you got so many different star powers that can show up on any given night and entertain you. Um, Cause if you look at the NFL and MLB but specifically just talking about NFL, like the jets, like why, why would you watch the jets? You have no reason to No reason. Yeah, no, maybe Sam no. Darnold, but you could throw on the Chicago bulls or Cleveland Cavaliers and check out some young talent or some guys that are interesting. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. that's why I love the NBA. Every night there's a game on 
every game you can get something out of. Um, it, it's just it's it's a fun time to watch sports. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the beginning, but after that, I'm gonna you know, there's not much suspense to me. What's gonna happen this year? I think we could probably unless Connor predict something wild again that comes true i mean i'm excited to see the beginning but you know it's going to be i don't want to give away my picks at um i know we're going to go over that but i don't think there's very much suspense this year yeah i'm with you and i don't know i just feel like um as someone that i watch sports all the time and after watching all the basketball games in the bubble there's just something about the fact that there's no crowd it's just so yeah. quiet. That just wasn't fun for me. And this season, I feel like it's going to be the same thing. Again, this first week, I'm going to be excited. And I'm probably going to watch every Cavs game that I can just because, you know, that's my team. But in terms of just, like, tuning in to random games on, you know, Wednesday, Friday nights and stuff, I don't know. It's just something about it is just not as captivating to me this yeah, year. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think that the crowd really t- – uh, takes out the excitement out for me yeah and uh, you guys are so disappointing right now <laughs> i'm just I, well, i'm it's, so disappointed you too. the beginning part will, will be hype but just yeah. the, the the mid part i'm not really excited i don't know I'm, i'll be excited no, for the playoffs there's, there's a there's a lull that happens that's for sure well, well there, there might be less of a load this year because shorter season. It is. That is nice. So, that'll be interesting how the trade deadline plays out and all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. And I guess it's tough, too, because I'm, you know, as Cavs fans. We got really nothing to watch personally. Uh, I mean, mm. maybe maybe 10 wins. I hope we no. are. Maybe the eight seed, man. I don't know. We, we could be fighting Dude, for a playoff seed? Spot. Playoff spot. Yes. Drummond, K-Love. Drummond's going to be traded by the end of this podcast. No, he's not. <laughs> by the end of the podcast. Uh, hey. Dude, Drummond's nah. on his way out. If someone makes an offer for Love, Love's on his way out. Love, yeah, Love is uh, likely gone. I think Drummond, too, because this is what? Nah, Drummond's gone. Nah, 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 nah. I don't, I don't know what team's going to want to he's, – he's worth so much money. We're paying him so much. I mean, we won't be able to trade them. That's the thing. Unless a contender really, unless someone goes down, like a big center, and they need somebody, and they're willing to spend that much money, but like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see a team. I don't see a suitor that would take that much of a cap hit just to get for a guy that can't shoot. Like, drum, yeah. Like, think. I mean, think about the teams, the contenders that would do would would do a big trade like that for a playoff push. The Lakers don't need a center. The Knicks suck. The Knicks will take him. The Knicks will take anybody. <laughs> yeah, fair point. But the Clippers don't need a center. Boston doesn't need a center. Philly doesn't need a center. Nobody needs a center. That's what I'm saying. So who's 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 going to pay that much money just to get him at the deadline? I don't know. We'll ask for like a vending machine back or something. Like, <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty jerseys. much what that's pretty much what we gave up for. So I'm throwing in the bonfire the Cavs jerseys, dude. They're awful. They're so bad. Like, ugh, they're so gross. The wine with, like, the blue trim and then the gold. It just looks terrible. It looks like a yeah. kid drew the jerseys. They're awful. I hate them so much. You got to go back to, to the LeBron, the first the first LeBron era jerseys. Yeah. Like, like, kinda like Those things, oh, my gosh. Those, those no, were better dude. than we have right now? Oh, I don't, I don't think so. So much better. But also, <sighs> the, the Cavs City Edition jerseys, the ones that have, like, Cleveland and, like, the crazy font. Yeah. That red with, like, a cream, I think would be perfect for our next color scheme. I hope they do it. Don't know if they will. But if you're listening, Dan Gilbert, please do it because I would buy nine jerseys for you. 
shoot. But I hate the Cavs jerseys. So I'm throwing I'm throwing them bonfire prematurely for next week. Dang. Premature bonfire. Yeah, awesome. premature okay. bonfire. All right, so I want to get you guys' thoughts on one of I, – I don't know if they're one of your guys' favorite teams, but it, there are a lot of people's sleeper team every year. They're a fun team to watch. They got good superstars, but the Trailblazers. Do oh, they I'm actually not, make any bit of noise this year? They made a couple – they had a couple additions in Robert Covington, who I think is going to be nice. Yusuf Nurkic, um, a full, full, full healthy season out of him could be yep. big too. Enos Cantor coming off the bench. So I wanted to get you guys' thoughts. Do, do they actually make any bit of noise in the West this year? Or is the West solidified Lakers just going to walk away with it? I solidified. Say, yeah, I say no. But if they were in the East, I think it would be a different story. Um, I think it's nothing against them. They made what? The conference finals two years ago it was against uh, Golden State the year the Raptors won it. Yeah. Um, again, Dame, Dame is awesome. I love CJ McCollum. He's a great two. Nurkic again with health, healthy season on him would be huge. Robert Covington, but there's just who's going to stop LeBron in AD? That's the question. Nobody. Nobody on the team can. So, yeah. I mean, there if there was ever a team outside of the Cavs I was rooting for, it would be Portland. Oh, I yeah, I love Portland. I always root for Portland. But I, I mean, I think they'll be the same same team as always. Nothing but nothing. Nothing fun new. to watch. A lot of fun to watch. A lot of Dame storylines. He'll probably be throwing up 50-footers like it's nothing. Uh, but, yeah, no no real noise in my opinion. Yeah, they'll be the projected three seed all the way through the year. They'll end up at the fifth, and then – They might win first round, and then they'll just get bounced in the second by Lakers yeah. and Clippers. So. Okay, so I want to I talk to you guys about two teams. One's in the east and one's in the west. I think these teams are very similar in what they did this offseason as well as I think their their ceiling and floor are pretty similar. And I'm talking about the Dallas Mavericks and Boston Celtics. Okay. Mm. So I like the Mavericks and Luka Doncic. Uh, he's a stud. And the Celtics and Jason Tatum, both of those guys I think are going to be top five players in the league for the next few years. Both of them made – Sneaky good pickups. We had the Celtics pick up Tristan Thompson, who for us Cleveland fans know, if it wasn't for Tristan Thompson, we don't ever win a finals. Yep. That guy I think is going to be great for Boston. Uh, great. He's going to be great for him. He's going to be, he's going to be exactly what they needed. Brings um, championship pedigree too, you know. He, he's going to be great for the locker room. So I really like the Tristan Thompson pick, pick up for them. And then on the Mavericks side, they got Josh Richardson, yeah. who went to Philly last year. After having some breakout years with the Heat, kind of got bogged down in that system because Philly last year was uh, it was horrible. So I want to give you guys thoughts on the Mavericks and Celtics. I think they're two teams right on the cusp of being able to make some real noise in the finals. Which team would you take in a head-to-head matchup in a seven-game series, Mavericks or Celtics? Wow, that's tough. I'm taking Boston. Oh, I mean, I think I think Luca would be the best player on the floor in that series, but if you look at Boston, dude, Jason Tatum is a budding superstar. First of all, he's a top ten player in the NBA. Jalen Brown is a very good number two. If when Kemba gets healthy, I mean, we know Kemba; he can score, he can facilitate, he's awesome. And then, like you said, Tristan Thompson down low, along with Daniel Tice, great combination. And then Marcus Smart off the bench too. So I think Boston's the deeper team, and I think. I think they have more past their number one than the than the Mavs do. 
Ooh, talk about a finals I'd be hyped to watch. Oh, I would. Oh, my gosh. I love that finals, man. I love it. This is so tough for me because I usually go with the best player on the floor, and that would be Luka. But I, I, I agree. I think Boston would take it. I do. I think those are two of the last four teams standing. Really? Okay. Oh, okay. Kristaps is out right now, isn't he? He's hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The unicorn pours in God. Yeah, he is. And I think Dwight Powell is also currently yeah. hurt. What so do you think? Holly Stein should get some get some good playing time for the Mavs. Wilson's got Taco Fall too. Taco mm. Fall, oh my gosh. If that guy ever actually contributes in like a normal game, that would be amazing. All right, who you guys who who's got a better chance of winning MVP? Taco Fall or Bull Bull? Bull Bull. Bull Bull. Bull Bull is the man. I love Bull Bull. The dude's got handles. He can shoot. Oh, I love Bobo. Yeah, Bobo's the man. I think he also has a better chance to just get on the floor, first of all. Yeah, <laughs> <I> mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> now, the other team I'm super excited to watch this year, and we talked about this with Milton, is the, the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be very intriguing to watch. I'm excited for them. Um I think the I almost picked DeAndre Ayton. I almost I reached for him because yeah. if you think about all the big guys Chris Paul's played with, DeAndre Ayton has to be the most athletic one he's ever played with. Yeah, DeAndre should probably average nineteen and ten. That's what I'm at, at least like at DeAndre's least. gonna average. He averaged, he, that's what he averaged last season. He's running around nineteen yeah. and eleven again. He's a, he's I think he'll stud. go nineteen and ten this year for sure. I think Chris Paul takes some of that some of that points. But I think Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton are going to eat. They're probably going to be fantasy studs. I know. I want to know them. All right, so a couple of – all right, so just for everyone listening, all this data and information I got is from uh, en.hispanosmba.com slash transactions. <laughs> Check it out. Really good site. I'm probably gonna have to get with the the guys who made it, see if they can sponsor us. Because you know how the ESPN has Statcast. Yeah, we're gonna get the the Hispanos Hispanos, Hispanos NBA Hispanos NBA. All right, cool. We'll, yeah, are gonna yeah, be we'll our official stat, stat. It's actually a really good site though. Like it's, it's pretty yeah, solid. It's awesome. It's solid. It's amazing. I love it. So one fun fact I saw on it was that. So for those of you listening, check out the site. It's it's actually really neat. Um, where they tell you like how many players went in and how many players went out of that organization. <laughs> and I was laughing because Detroit shipped out 13 players, Shoo. shipped in 12. Wow. So think about the turnover on that roster. I think the only guys they kept were Blake Griffin, Derek Rose, and then two guys that I – like they're foreign guys. I couldn't even understand their names. So I'm, I think they were just like stash players, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Um. Oof. So I My want to get you guys thoughts. What do we think is going to happen in Detroit with Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose? Like two perennial all-stars in their prime now kind of just uh, in the Detroit graveyard. Yeah, I'm looking at their team. I'm looking at like who's in it. Like They lost Luke Kennard, my Fortnite partner. Yep. They lost uh, Christian Wood too, who, who burst onto the scene last year. Now he's in Houston. He yeah. was a good player, man. He was a real good player. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're, they're, they're not going to be good. No, they're gonna be. <laughs> they're not. Well, it depends. Good. It depends, man. Uh, Killian depends Hayes. on nothing. No, they're Killian not Hayes. Their first, their first round pick, Killian Hayes. If you know, he he could be one of those rookies that really just Oof. comes out firing. 
that's gonna I, be. Tough. I don't know much about him, guy. He because I believe he's from France, so I don't know much about the the international prospects. But uh, yeah, definitely not looking great. That's for sure. I did yeah. pick up Delon Wright in the fantasy <laughs> draft, and supposedly okay. he's 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 always had really good numbers as a starter. And because Detroit has nobody now, he might be their number one option. So I'm kind of hyped. And they got Jeremy Grant, but you know he he's always played more of a secondary role on good teams like uh, the Nuggets last year. I don't know how he's going to be as kind of one of the main contributors this year in Detroit. I don't know if he has what it takes, if his skill set is uh, wide enough to kind of handle that offense. But yeah, he's a, he's a good addition. He's a good player for sure. Yeah. So to circle back. Um... DeAndre Ayton was 18.2 points and 11.5 rebounds. What's he averaging? What's he averaging this year? I think he'll reach 20 a game. Yeah, I think Chris Paul does more for Ayton than it does for for Booker because Paul likes that pick and roll. So I think Ayton rolling to the basket is going to be huge for them. Yeah, I yeah. think I think Paul definitely helps booker more of the mental aspect of the game than anything else where he's he's gonna be able to sit down and tell you know booker that yo you can score you can you can score the best of them but you know listen to me here here and here and it's gonna help booker as more facilitator maybe a better shot taker because he this these these last couple suns teams been bad it's just been booker you know yucking stuff all game for the most part uh so i think paul's gonna help booker's game mentally and his basketball IQ a lot, which will be huge for him. Yeah. I'm going to go with Aiden. He hovers around 18 points, 18, 19 still, but I think his rebounds, he, he gets up closer to 15. Ooh, Just, that's crazy. I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. Another team I want to touch on really quick. Thanks yep. to that website. Is the Atlanta Hawks. If you guys look at, look at, players that they brought in i highlighted four guys that make this a very deep 2k friendly team to play with <laughs> yes so on their guys coming all right so guys returning they have clint capella john collins two pretty athletic centers slash forwards yep deandre hunter we know is a top overall draft pick hopefully he can come into form a bit cam reddish same deal and trey young yep they went and picked up bogdan bogdanovich Chris Dunn, Danilo Gallinari, and Rajon Rondo. That team is going to – Okay. They're going to vibe with the eight seed, just like the Cavs. I like that. I like that team a lot now that I'm looking at it. That's a good rotation. I, and even Solomon Hill is a, a, a vet. I And they got Tony Snell, who argue some look like Chris Middleton or Thon Maker. Um, it's it's going to be a fun Atlanta team. And uh, they also got the, their first-round pick, Onyeke Ongaku, the center from USC. Oh, yeah, yeah, who yeah. A lot of people like him a lot. He's, he's a bit undersized, but super athletic, very good defender. Um, so are, yeah, we oh, not going to talk about how you just nailed his name? Yeah, it was impressive. Thanks, I appreciate Wait, that. I also, I, also that got, I also got Bogdan pretty good. Bogdan. So. Yeah, Bogdan. I was going to say I always get uh, – because Bo, Boyan – is the yes. the small forward that is for the Jazz. the better player. He's yes. he's always been the better player. Bogdan's the one that's kind of come come into his own the last year. Yeah, he's the guard. Yeah, who's he, he, the small like forward? Joe Ingles. Yeah, he's like Joe Ingles. <laughs> yeah, he's literally they're like he's the literally same Joe player. Yeah. <laughs> and they're on the same team. It was like I remember last year in the playoffs in the bubble, one of them went down. I think Bogdanovich 
or Bojan, whatever, was yeah, like, Bojan, yeah. and everyone's like, oh man, he's out. Like the Jazz are gonna struggle, and everyone, but someone's like, dude, Joe Ingles is literally the same exact player. <laughs> yeah. Like they just plucked him <laughs> out of like the locker room. Yeah, I just, I just can't believe you nailed that name. Onyeke, wait, Onyeka and Gaku. Are we sure Jeez. that's not the? ESPN are we sure that's right, lady? Like, what's that ESPN and Golik show? Oh, uh, like Golik Junior. Oh, Rose, her name's like a Rose Nikwe. Gold Anawando or something. Rose Gold. Anna. Her name's like a Nikwe Ngaku. Well, uh, Ngaku played with the Ball Brothers at Chino Hills in high school. Actually, That's right. So fun fact about that. It's kind of crazy. Jeez. Imagine all. Imagine three players on a high school basketball team all in the all in the NBA. I mean, that <laughs> team was obviously unreal. They were playing on ESPN like every the week, but still, like, that's just crazy. That's wild. But yeah, no, that Hawks team, man. It'll be fun. I mean, they're gonna be a fun team. I know Chris Dunn's a little hurt right now, but did adding Danilo and, and Bogdanovich with Rondo yeah. is just a heady vet. It'll be fun. Yeah. No, uh, man, I like that a lot. I like that pick. So the, the last team I want to talk about before we get into our, our sneaky finals picks. Sneaky, eh? <laughs> is <laughs> New Orleans. New Orleans. I, so we as Cleveland people – Oh, David Griffin a lot because he came in, worked with LeBron, got us a championship. Hell yeah. in and out. Hell yeah, brother. I'd give David Griffin a – I'd give him a B plus looking back on it now. Yep. But either way, he brought us a championship. But I had a lot more faith in what, him than what I see him doing in NOLA right now. Um, I don't like the Drew Holiday move. For them, Drew Holiday, Holiday is so good. He's gonna be I don't know why they got rid of him. Um, I guess they're gonna try and let Lonzo do a little bit more. But I don't, I don't know what it, like the Stephen Adams pickup to pair with Zion. I'm confused. I feel like that clogs up the lane for Zion. I'm not sure what David Griffin's plan is right now with Zion and the Pelicans. I was hoping you guys could tell me what he's thinking. Yeah, um, sure. wish I could. They also still have Jackson Hayes, who was a strong rookie last year. The big the d- center from Texas has like the fro, so they're kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know they got some guys that can shoot. I mean, Josh Hart. Don't sleep on Josh Hart. And if Ingram, Brandon Ingram comes in, I just. You're right. I'm not really sure. The Stephen Adams and and trading Drew. I mean, Eric Bledsoe is not a bum, but no, he's not I Drew Drew Holiday. He's not Drew. I would rather kept Drew Holiday though. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, they're going to be a fun team to play in 2K though. They'll be a fun team to play with. That's for sure. See, not yes. for me because I just like uh, the Hawks. I just want to shoot it with Trey Young every time. Oh uh, yeah, see, I'm going to lob the Zion every time. I'm just going to try I, it no matter what. <laughs> yeah. I, so I don't play 2K like that because like I'm methodical. So mm, I should play. I used to play basketball. I don't just run around Trey Young. Uh, mm. Mm. He said I'm methodical. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, no, I'm just playing. But, uh, yeah, interesting team. Uh, I think Lonzo Ball is going to have a good year. I think he's kind of going to have like a little bit of a breakout year here. And Brandon Ingram's a stud. Yeah. Speaking I mean, of breakout players, Shy Gilgis Alexander. SJAB. Calling it now. Okay. Yeah, dude. He's a, he's a, he's a good player. He's finally got the reins there in OKC after kind of sharing with Chris Paul last year. I know that's what I'm, and he got Al Horford, a really, really good center to work with. So he's gonna be. He got he got snagged before I could pick him up in our fantasy. Yeah, so I think he's gonna have a strong year. But that, that's another team like the Pistons, where eleven guys in, eleven guys out. 
So really just a whole new team there in OKC. The thing is with uh, Sam Presti, I, that dude can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he's got like 19 first-round picks in the next like seven years. Yeah. <laughs> that dude them. shipped Ugh. superstars in, shipped them out, and got more in return. That guy is a whiz. It's crazy, man. Like he, the, the deals he's made, and you'd think, okay, they, have, they, they just stockpiled so many first-round picks. They're probably not a great team. No, they're, they're still competitive. Like it's just, it's the OKC. I think it's ever since they moved to Oklahoma city, they haven't missed a playoff appearance. Yeah. That's wild. That's crazy. That is absolutely insane. Like doesn't matter who they have. KD Russ, Paul George, Russ, just Russ. Like it's just crazy. Or maybe, maybe they missed one or two. I forget exactly what it is, but yeah. OKC that, that that's the definition of a fantastically, fantastical run franchise yeah, whatever yeah. yeah whatever it is i don't know I, I don't i don't know fantastical fantastically whatever great franchise don't know casey all right any other thoughts before we get into the, our uh our uh solidified locked in heavyweight uh nba finals picks no but i really think people should check out this website because i keep just scrolling up and down it's so and, good it even tells and, you who's in training camp yeah, oh no way yeah, dude, this website is legit. You, like, like, pick a team. You ready? Pacers. Yeah. Pacers. So, it tells me who they got, who's out. Oh man, yeah. This, this, this is. Go to if you go to the Rockets, it has training camp invites. No, wow. No way. Yeah, dude, this site's sick. It's even got salaries. Yeah, it does have training camp invites. What? Oh, and it's got and, and it's got uh, it's got like height and weight, but also like the the kilograms and the meters. So like they have them both. That's crazy. That's so smart. Yeah, we're gonna have to get in contact with the people who. Yeah, these guys. Yeah, yeah, these guys are awesome. Okay, yeah, good like to know. Them. Yeah, Hispanos NBA. Look that up. Shameless plug. We'll tweet that out. Shameless plug. All right. Now. Brought to you by Hispanos. NBA. <laughs> <laughs> the highly anticipated NBA Finals picks, as we've talked about before. Connor, you are the man of the hour. You predicted Heat Lakers last year, and you got it right. Don't know how you did it, but you did it. So I'm going to go to you last year because I want, I want okay, some, yeah. some build up, I want some tension. Sean, Finals pick right now, which two teams are going to make it? So I am going to take the exact same approach I did last year and I'm going to say Lakers Celtics I'm I think that's what what it comes down to Lakers Celtics I the Celtics are legit man I I think Jalen Brown takes a huge step with Gordon Hayward out I, like I said Tristan Thompson I think is the most underrated pickup slash player moving yep. this year to a contender and the Lakers we didn't even talk about it but they reloaded and they're loaded it, I don't see anybody in the West getting past the Lakers. No, and I mean, I mean, the Lakers added Marcus Hole and Montrez Harrell and and Schroeder and Schroeder. Yeah, Schroeder's, and, like, Schroeder's, most, Schroeder's the most underrated signing there, in my opinion. I think Montrez Harrell is, but well, especially I think all of them are. Even you can even make the argument Marcus Saul is. Yeah. I mean, I think Schroeder especially because we're gonna see LeBron probably take a. a Couple different load management games off this season, especially because he he's had the shortest uh, uh, off season of any other you know team and player. So having Schroeder, a guy that 
is a vet that knows he can, you know, dominate the ball and run the offense is huge for the Lakers because they didn't really have that last year. When LeBron left yeah. the game, AD running point forward. So yeah. that, that's why I really like that shoulder pickup. But you match that, and now AD can take a break, and now you have the the former six man six man of the year yeah. going out there. And I think it'll be interesting to see how the NBA handles this this year because you know the NFL you, you, with the contact tracing, you know you have quarterbacks that never really come in contact with D linemen throughout the week. If there's an outbreak, depth is going to be everything for the NBA. Are they going to shut down games as a whole? Or are they just going to say two players can't play? And in that case, depth is going to be everything. And I think the Lakers and Celtics have that. So that'll be interesting to keep an eye on how they do that. Is is the game just canceled altogether? Or are they going to sit one player? Yeah. No, that's true. And I don't know what Adam Silver is going to do. I think NBA fans trust Silver. He's known to make the right call on kind of any – any any decision for the NBA, so uh, definitely definitely a big storyline we're gonna have to look out for. As we've seen, it's kind of taken over the NFL this year. Yeah. Um, so. All right, my pick. It's gonna be boring. Lakers Nets. I think they're the two most talented teams in the NBA. Uh, I don't, we don't have to, we don't have to talk more about the Lakers. We all we we all know the Lakers and what what they bring. But the Nets, it's just it's the same thing. They're not quite as deep. They don't go quite as deep as the Lakers, but. If KD stays healthy, if Kyrie stays healthy, you're telling me that's not the best team in the East? No, I'm Come not. On. I'm not. I'm Come not on. falling into this trap again. I'm not doing it every. I year. know. I don't want to, but like, also no, for the sake year. of switching things up, man. It's just but every year when these teams get together and these players get together, what happens? We sit there, and then a quarter of the way through the season, all that's on ESPN is the Heat struggles, the Cavs struggles, Clippers. This, this, uh, the Clippers struggles, and it's going to be the same thing because Kyrie's going to burn his hand because he's going to be burning that sage on the courts <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna burn his hand i just i'm not buying it i gotta see it first yeah no, that's fair that's fair but i i i feel like the nba season is long enough this isn't like the nfl where we see the bucks form their super team and they struggle a little bit well it's you know different sport less games the nba there's still what 72 games this this year so they got plenty of time to get acclimated we saw with lebron in cleveland Oh my God, the Cavs looked awful for for almost the entire season, and then postseason would come in and just whoop everybody. Yeah, and, I just, uh, I'm not getting into the hype yet. I can't. But I think even just past KD and Kyrie, DeAndre Jordan, Jarrett Allen are two great big men. Joe Harris is good off the bench. Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, and again, they're not quite as deep as the Lakers or the Celtics, but I think their top seven is very, very good. I mean, they're top two. You know. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, you got KD but, uh, who so, went healthy to second-best player in the world. And you yeah, have arguably just, the best, one of the best scorers in, in Kyrie. So, Yeah, I just so, – I don't know. Sorry, Lakers, guys. Nash, that's my pick. I was taken for a loop just now because Connor was so still, I thought he was frozen. Yeah, I saw your face. Here, so I, I was like, staring did I, did I say something stupid? Like, what just happened? No, Dude, I, was staring, I was staring at my sleeper team roster. He didn't blink for seven minutes. He, he's just he's he, he's wondering <laughs> if he should pick the Heat again. No, yeah. no, no. The Heat are not my Eastern Conference. All team. right. Um, what we been waiting for, Connor? What's your finals pick? Can you go two and zero? We'll see. So sticking with the Lakers, like I said, I don't think anybody improved as much as them, barring any catastrophic injury or COVID issues. The Lakers are going to run through the West again. But I do like the Nuggets as a very, very, very sneaky pick. 
So are you picking the Nuggets or? I'm sticking with the Lakers. Okay. But you've been warned. The Nuggets are there. Okay. Coming out of the East. um, And I I might have to throw a futures down on this because I absolutely love this team with the new head coach they got. The Philadelphia 76ers will come out of the East and give the Lakers the best run for their money. Doc Rivers is a defensive-minded coach. He's never had talent like he's about to have with this 76ers team. Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and Ben Simmons. They made the moves, got two veteran shooters to put on the outside, and Seth Curry and Danny Green. They picked up Dwight Howard, who is going to be able to come in, play Doc Rivers basketball, and help the squad. They're still going to make a move for a point guard at some point in the season, but I think Doc Rivers takes his 76ers team to an Easter Conference championship in the NBA Finals. Okay, you heard it here first. Uh, Connor, Sixers, Lakers for the Connor, for, for Connor's is. pick, Sixers, Lakers. Uh, so do you think Simmons and Bede are the long-term, long-term duo in Philly? I, I, I don't know. I think Doc Rivers can make it work if they get a, like a very sly on the low point guard, aside from Ben Simmons. They need Fair like – I don't know who they need yet. I haven't figured it out. It hasn't been fully processed up here. <laughs> but the 76ers, this squad, the defensive potential is unreal. That's and true. that's what Doc Rivers thrives on. And Tobias Harris had his best season ever with the Clippers before he got traded playing under Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is a defensive genius. Ben Simmons is, I think, top five defender in the league. Joel Embiid, we know how good he is down low. You bring in Dwight Howard off the bench. This team is built to play defense and now shoot some three balls. Uh, Sixers are going to make some big noise in the East and maybe become the big dogs for the next few years. Also, uh, Embiid came out this year. He hired like a personal trainer and a personal chef so he could keep up with his diet. So that could be big too. We see guys like LeBron who literally their body is maintained 24 hours a day 365 days a year. So it's big to see Embiid, who has injury injury history, to really make an effort to get on that strict regimen of a good diet and a good personal trainer. So he could be he could take a massive step this year if he stays healthy. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's tough. Do I think they're gonna bring somebody in? Yeah, I don't believe that James Harden talks no, about. I, I don't there. think so either. Yeah, because he doesn't fit that defense. I don't think so, but. I don't know. A lot of people saying Ben or Embiid's going to get traded, and I don't know. It's tough. Do I think one of them should? Yeah, but if I'm Doc Rivers, you took that job for them, right? To, to so, try to, hey, it's it's it's. I I also look at it as Philly's last ditch effort to make them work on a championship level. Bring in Doc, see what he can do, and if it doesn't work, maybe next next season start looking at other options. Maybe just to dish one of them away. Yeah, I mean that um, fan base has to be getting pissed because oh, that yeah. whole the whole. Uh, tanking and all that stuff it, like, it didn't work i don't care what anybody says it didn't work you know joel Embiid wasn't who you wanted it was winless for wiggins jimmy butler came in it didn't work nerland's noel didn't work jaleel yeah. okafor didn't work yeah. markel i, Fultz, kind of, I forgot, I forgot about all those None of them worked. <laughs> dario sarich didn't oh work my gosh like, i forgot all these worked. dudes were in philly the tanking yeah. like that it it didn't work and people are overlooking that it's like it did not work like it so didn't the other reason i think doc rivers and his team fit really well 
is because if you take Doc Rivers' best ever team, the team who won the finals with the Celtics, they had very similar makeup. You had Kevin Garant, Kevin Garnett. Sorry, the Michelobes are kidding. Yeah, was, 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 Kevin Garnett. You said Kevin Garnett. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Garant. <laughs> Garant, yeah, Kevin Garant. <laughs> Kevin Garant and Joel. Oh, I said it again. Garnett. Kevin Garnett <laughs> and Joel Embiid. Similar in terms, of you got your you got your bona fide star down low. Tobias Harris and Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce's cheeks, but Tobias Harris is an equal player to him. Yep. You don't have necessarily your Ray, your Ray Allen comp, but you have Danny Green and Seth Curry who can hit those perimeter shots. Yeah. And then Rajon Rondo was such a big part of that team, that Celtics team. Yeah. He comp, he comps very similarly to what Ben Simmons brings in terms of passing the ball, defense. Yeah. And being an all-around player at the point guard position, and they don't shoot threes, and they don't shoot threes exactly. <laughs> so I think it's a very similar team to what Doc Rivers does very well: gritty defenders. And that's that's that's. I'm I'm loving the Sixers because of Doc Rivers. That's about it. That's yep. good. Okay, I like that. I like that pick. No, you are right. Again, you kind of just sold me. And but. Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons matches up against the guys in this league that have no counterpart. Kevin Durant, Giannis, and LeBron. Ben Simmons is the same size and just as athletic as all three of those guys. Ben Simmons is a problem. People sleep on Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is an absolute problem. If he, yeah. I mean, thir- if he gets up mid, lower third, like if he just shoots the three, he doesn't even have to make it. He can shoot 10% for the year. If, if he just shoots it and, just, and you got to yeah. step out to guard him, it's over. Just make it respectable. Same thing with Giannis, though. If Giannis can start doing that, can be a whole different ball game for him. Yeah. But honest. Yeah. All right. I so, wanna pick I wanna pick the Bucks, but I just I dude, I don't I uh, nah nah nah. They just I don't, don't have enough. I, I think they're gonna be a, a better regular season team this Always. year. Because I think Drew Drew Holiday is a great addition. So I think they're gonna go crazy in regular season. Go absolutely nuts. But you know, come playoff time when it really matters. I don't know. All right, so those are the finals picks. I got Nets Lakers. Sean, you had Lakers Celtics. Connor had Lakers Sixers. So we're all switching up on the East, all staying with LeBron in the West. Also, since he just scored again, they're up 24 10 in the fourth. Just saw the also, live update. Live update. Just so, also, just so everyone knows and they're keeping track, it's 10 42. Nolan is 12 minutes late to his secret Santa. I told you mm. it was a soft ending, man. Oh, you guys got you guys got you guys gotta have some faith in me. No, no, Cavs are plus eight hundred to make the playoffs. Oh my god, slam it. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Put the house on it. Put the apartment. We'll do. All right. Uh, put the new car you're going to buy on it. Yes, yes. And then buy that car when you win the money. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> uh, any final thoughts on uh, the NBA season tomorrow, fellas? No, nah, man. Let's, let's, let's hope everybody stays healthy. and. Yeah. Happy, happy, happy holidays from us here at Yardback yes. Sports. Yes, yes. I hope everyone is uh, – I know we're not having a big family party this year, but I hope everybody is, uh, you know, if, if you are, be safe, be smart, stay healthy. And if you aren't, you know, new year, different year, make it the best you can. So, yeah, happy happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. All right. Well, thank everyone for listening. This is episode 13 of the Yardback Sports Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Yardback underscore sports and look us up on Facebook at Yardback Sports as well. I am Nolan, and for C-Bug, the Chouse God, direct the last episode, and Shawnee Q, we will see you guys next time. Peace.
homie get murked. Just trapping through the snow. Selling nine half a brick and four.